0: If you do go, don't go to sleep, or if you do go, don't look out windows, don't go to the (laughs) festival, don't go to the historical reenactment where they're carrying spears and pointy things that are supposed to be blunt, because some of them will inevitably be sharp.
1: Welcome back to another episode of Sterling Municipal School Libraries podcast, where we talk to you about the books we'd like to recommend.
2: And Cherie
0: is here with some sage advice, namely how to not get murdered in a quaint English village. Actually, it's your guide to not getting murdered in a quaint English village. So that's written by Maureen Johnson and Jay Cooper. And it is a very useful little how-to book to survive your trip to the English countryside. It's got illustrations. It's got tips and tricks. And it's just a really fun book to read. It's
2: also very cute and has like this beautiful little red border around it that just Mm. kind of evokes almost like a holiday special.
0: (laughs) Indeed. I mean, it looks like a very cheery holiday special. Like if (laughs) Christmas and Halloween had a baby and it wasn't Nightmare Before Christmas for whatever reason, then it would be this book because the color scheme is very red Black and white.
2: And we were talking about beforehand, because you actually ordered the book for the library. I did. Somebody has it on hold already, so I think it's going to be a hit here. But you were talking about where you housed it in the collection. Tell us how you decided where to put it.
0: Well, when I was looking at the description of this book, I was like, who would want to read this book? Well, people who would enjoy cozy British mysteries or if you enjoy cozy British sitcoms or, I mean, mystery books in general. But it's a guidebook. It's not really a self-help book. (laughs) But it looked like it might be a funny book. So ladies and gentlemen and everybody in Baytown, if you're looking for this book, it will be in the humor collection at the library because I came down on the side of it's funny.
2: All right. So I'm guessing it reads kind of like a series of short essays. Is that
0: right? Or is there a narrative that ties everything in? This is not a narrative. Okay. The organization of the book is it's broken out into the village and the manor. As many quaint English villages would have a manor as well as the village. And inside of that, it's broken out by, oh, buildings or festivals and events or people that you might meet or encounter in a quaint English village and environs. So it
1: really is kind of... A travel guide setup where you go to your larger
0: section and then whittle down to like what specifically you'd like to learn about. It is indeed, but unlike any travel guide I've ever run into, this one starts with the author respectfully suggests that you put aside fantasies of going to quaint villages with cobblestone streets. It is possible that you will find yourself in a placid and tedious little corner of England. It is just possible that you will end up in an English murder village.
1: They do have a lot of those, if I'm to trust our mystery section.
0: (laughs) I mean, this book's advice straight up says, my advice, stick to urban areas, do not go to the countryside, dispose of this book, and continue on with your life.
2: So I am noticing that the illustrations are very Edward Gorey-esque. I don't know if you're familiar with any of his stuff, but he tends to do kind of gothic-inspired illustrations and stuff. But how about you tell us some of the sage advice if you
0: do happen to decide to go to the English countryside?
1: Maybe ones that jumped out at you
0: for you to use in your future travels. My big takeaway from this is don't go. Just don't. (laughs) um, If you do go, don't go to sleep. Or if you do go, don't look out windows. Don't go to the <laughs> festival. Don't go to the historical reenactment where they're carrying spears and pointy things that are supposed to be blunt because some of them will inevitably be sharp, but don't not go either because it's great cover for someone to murder you in an alley. That's true. <laughs> I'm so. guessing poisonings are also common.
1: You have to be there, but you have to be wearing a suit of armor.
0: <laughs> well, I mean, that's also a way you can get killed. That's true. Because <laughs> someone would take the sword from the suit of armor and kill you and then stick you into the suit of armor, which is now. And then, I then mean,
1: hide you. You would just be like a. There are
0: back-to-back entries for people you encounter, things you encounter in the manor. There's the suit of armor without a sword. See also the suit of armor with a sword. The one leads to the other. Mm -hmm. So this book is great. You can go through the whole book in an, an hour or two. You can also spend a lot more time and look more closely at the illustrations. There's an illustration on just about every page and every point that it makes. The page might just say, like this one does, statuary. They look so real, don't they? So very real. Almost as if they're made of actual people. And the entire page next to it is statuary with bones and stuff showing through, which <laughs> nice. sounds gross, but this book manages to be cute rather than gross. This book was a delight to flip through and to read over in a couple of afternoons. I was looking for something light because I'm not sure when this will post, but this is the end of September and the library staff is currently doing a staff book club where we have to read horror books. That (laughs) are after
1: our mystery book club. That's
0: right after the books that were mystery books. I tend to read a lot of light and happy things, and I've been getting assigned heavier weightier things by my by my secret readers they do their best but i mean when you're given narrative nonfiction and then mystery and then horror it's a lot of heavier stuff yeah for someone who doesn't choose that a lot so i was like what is something that's adjacent to horror and and just looks like it's fun and a quick getaway and your guide to not getting murdered in a quaint english village has some really nice tips it has a quiz at the end of each section so at the end of the village section you can read over a little quiz to see whether you would survive being in a village.
2: Oh. And the real question is, do all of the answers lead you to dying?
0: <laughs> Not always. Okay.
2: Did you survive
1: on your first taking of the quiz?
0: Not the village. <laughs> 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 I got better at the manor. I, I survived at least 60% of the manor questions and scenarios okay. because they are scenario-based. Mm, okay.
1: Oh, it's, it's like your SATs for surviving.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's like, you know, for instance. <laughs> your
1: your Your long-form questions.
0: Well, the manor quiz. You arrive at the gates of the manor at dusk. You hear a dog bark, distant voices, and and a cracking sound. Was that a shot? You decide to, A, walk up the main drive toward the house. B, take a circuitous path through the gardens. C, turn around and return to the village.
1: I'm going to guess, turn around and return to the village?
0: C says you might meet the vicar on the path. (laughs)
2: <laughs> the that
0: was a, that was a skull and crossbones. So what? Yeah. what was the actual correct solution to that scenario? Was it taking the circuitous path? No, oh, you think you're you, you think you're being smart by staying out of sight. You are eaten by the puma in the herb garden. Oh, <laughs> there's the puma at the manor. So th- it's actually a while. It is risky to make yourselves an easy target. It's probably best to take the drive. Be quick and zigzag along like you're running from an alligator. Just make it a little harder for them to get a clear shot.
1: Ah, uh, yes. And it makes sense. You want to be visible, kind of like the festival situation, so they
2: may not murder you as quickly.
0: <laughs> yeah, and you want, to, you want to get out of the general area as fast as possible without mm-hmm. risking running into the vicar. So
2: have either of you read any other books by Maureen Johnson? Because I think she writes for teens, right? Or she used to. I believe I have.
1: I'm going to cheat and look at the internet real okay.
2: quick. And I'm asking this because this feels like a departure from her usual works if i'm remembering i think we actually did
1: one we did okay so we did one for our teen book club we did truly devious which is now a four-part series that the teens loved so much it is a mystery that they multiple of them have finished the entire series oh wow uh, because they they enjoyed it so much i thought i recognized her name was that also
2: (laughs) kind of a more cheeky like fun mystery yeah kind of like it's definitely not
1: depressing and dark it is kind of like it's set in this old house that got turned into an academy for gifted students in the woods that can only be reached by this like special vehicle that can go off road so it's just it's very very much that kind of like quaint English village vibe where like everyone is stuck in a a place together counting down the days to the next murder oh my
2: gosh
0: well this is definitely the same Maureen Johnson who did Truly Devious and then there's also Jay Cooper who is an illustrator he's written or illustrated more than 20 children's books. Wow! And he is currently illustrating a graphic novel entitled Super Atomic Wombat Girl. I know nothing about the book. I just read the about the author blurb on the back. But based on the title of Super Atomic Wombat Girl, I've got to see what he decides to do for illustrations at some point. (laughs) Yeah, this almost
2: seems like it's a palate cleanser for both the author and the illustrator. Like they just kind of wanted to do something very
0: different from what they usually do. I'm going to add and the reader because this is definitely a good palate cleansing book. You are welcome to read it alongside your favorite cozy British mystery if you choose to, but I recommend just grabbing it and sitting back to have a bunch of laughs. It
1: does sound very funny to kind of have it on the side uh, to fact check almost your your book. If you see them walking towards something, you can check real quick in your guide and see, see what the possible outcome could be.
0: The descriptions of the different residents at the manor and the descriptions of the different people in the village. Is there an hysterical. overwearing housekeeper? There I is. Know, so. I forget her name, but it says, don't forget who really owns the house. Right. That's yeah. her description. We all know.
1: <laughs> is there a butler as well?
0: There is. And once he did it. <laughs> <laughs>
2: once he did it. <laughs> Accurate. <laughs> but just once. All right. I'm. Having trouble thinking of other questions. Yeah, me too. Such a quick snippet of a book. Yeah, how does it compare to other books you've read from the humor collection?
0: That's hard because humor is very subjective. There are a lot of humor books that are more like humor essays. Mm-hmm. This isn't that. This is this is very quick snippety. You can pick it up. You can put it down. You can go back to it.
1: Is it similar to Caitlin Doherty's book that you reviewed? A
0: little bit. Will
1: My Cat Eat My Eyeballs? Yeah, Will
0: My Cat Eat My Eyeballs? A little bit. She used a lot more words than Maureen Johnson and Jay Cooper are using. And her illustration, her illustrator for that book was a lot more creepy. The illustrations in this are a little bit Mm tongue-in-cheek. So I would say this is just... A great, refreshing book to to intersperse with your usual reading. If you are someone who hates English villages, who can't stand people making fun of anything, don't read this book. But If I, you hate
1: <laughs> English villages, you might like this book because it seems very <laughs> self-aware that there's then again, a lot of silly things happening in some there, of those books. There is.
0: This, there's a lot of snark and sarcastic mm. type humor. You can see it when the authors tell you. The best way to survive an English village, turn around, go back to the city, put this book down and walk away, go on with your life. So that's the type of humor that is in here. And I kid you not, some of these pages, it says, the hedge maids, you don't find the way out, it finds you. (laughs) That's all the words on that page. (laughs) So this doesn't take long. But it's easy to hold. It's easy to read, and you could probably have fun spending more time with the illustrations if you want to. Mm-hmm.
2: It kind of reminds me of something that you would buy as like a gag gift at Christmas because then it would be really funny to show off. It would also be
0: hilarious to put on your coffee table for a friend
1: or family member yeah. who's maybe a big fan of those books. That could I,
0: be a I highly recommend if you have a place in your home where people are looking for something just quick to pick up and flip through. This like is like a the contender. <laughs> i was trying not to say a bathroom book i would say for your personal copy go right ahead for the library's copy i'm not gonna ask but you know please
1: please don't keep your library books (laughs) in your bathroom just in general
0: so yes this would be a great white elephant gift exchange book it would be listed as a on the back with the titles of humor and travel as their subject as their subject headings
1: Um, i like that someone might pick it up as an actual guide to an English village and then be look at it and be like
0: oh if you this are is a joke. if you're giving this gift to a friend or relative who's going to an English village please do so good. ironically
1: that would also be a humorous gift for someone
0: <laughs> yes well I'm I am going to a quaint English village sometime in 2022 it's so it's important to
1: prepare you've got to study all I, your
0: avenues I, I do I, I know to not go
1: <laughs> yes, just to but like you're go, gonna do it anyway.
0: Go home inside. otherwise, I'm, that's a
2: really short story. I'm well, sorry, I've called off the trip, <laughs> Leslie.
0: You would love their their description of the dogs at the manor house. And, I was going to
2: ask if there were any animal sidekicks or anything included.
0: Well, I mean, there's the puma that's already referenced, but of then
2: <laughs> the puma in there.
0: There are the dogs, and it says something to the effect: "If you might think that to survive the hounds, you throw a stake and run the other direction. No, this does not work. It Gets you eaten. If you want to survive the." the the dogs you say oh good girl who's a good girl and throw tennis balls because these dogs don't get a lot of love oh <laughs>
1: positive positive feedback for the dogs
0: go play with the dogs and and take them with you when you leave if That's true. you the good leave <laughs>
1: You just befriend the dogs. First First thing you do, befriend the dogs. <laughs> then you walk with the dogs around you at all times, forming a perimeter of protection. Profit. <laughs> profit. <laughs> step, step three, question mark. Step four, profit.
0: Yes. So this is clearly a fun discussion book as well. I mean, mm-hmm. you, can, you can have it around the house, read different snippets of it, amuse your friends and family. It's fun.
2: All right. Well, thank you so much for bringing us a nice Palette cleanser from some of the <laughs> Definitely. mystery books we've been talking about lately. <laughs> and stay tuned next week for more fantastic book recommendations. Bye!